0: Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Brown and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how the devil are you doing today?
1: I'm good. I've got a Diet Coke with lime on the go. I've had some Gentleman's Relish for breakfast. Have you ever had uh, Gentleman's Relish before? I don't know. What is that? It sounds horrible. It's, it sounds terrible. It's like a, yeah, uh, it's like a, uh, the one I've got is like a mackerel lemon uh, variant, but it's this very old school sort of um, almost Edwardian looking sort kind of uh, sort of pomade that you put on uh, crackers and bread. And it's a very, a very strong, fishy kind of, yeah, like, but a taut, uh, very salty, uh, very Ooh. strong. Uh, you don't Ooh. need much to,
0: to, to get through, but it's, 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 it's not too bad. It's decent. Gentleman's relish. Have a crack. And the worst, even worse than that is the Diet Coke. I can't stand Diet Coke. It's so you bad. You can't...
1: The things you put in your body and you're having a go at a nice, crisp Diet
0: Coke, I'll not have, have it. Have a real I'll Coke. No i If you're going to go for Coke, get the real thing. <laughs> None of that diet nonsense. It tastes like... <laughs> it just tastes so artificial. At least Coke, you can just taste the sugar, the pure sugar, and all the other crap. <laughs> like it, it? Um, at the end of last week's episode, we did bring up the subject of idioms, Japanese idioms. Mm. And uh, do you remember the key phrase, Pete? This is your little test from the last episode. The <sighs> phrase, even monkeys fall from trees. Uh, it's a Japanese idiom. Uh, people say, you know, when they make mistakes, just as much as anyone else. Come on. saramoki, on.
1: Saru, saramo ki kara sochu? No, oh. it's not, is it?
0: Sochu. <laughs> Sh- even monkeys Ocho. have a drink. <laughs>
1: I was like,
0: you, <laughs> <"Short here." laughs> bloody close though. It was close. I'll give you that. It yeah, was uh, sarumoki kara ochiru. Sarumoki kara oh, Ochiru Literally, if we do it, literally, it's monkeys even tree from fall. Oh, that's an easy way to think of it. Talk like Yoda, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yoda. <laughs> I uh, at the end of the episode though, I did I did discover on my bookshelf that I've got a book called 101 Japanese Idioms, and there's some pretty cool mm. stuff in here." I never hear people use these idioms. I remember when I got this book a right. few years ago, I sat down in front of Natsuki and read out like all 101 idioms and was like, do you use that one Natsuki? And he's like, no. Do you use that one Natsuki? <laughs> no. Do you use that one? <laughs> one of them that they do use apparently, I've never heard it used. One one popular one is uh, Katamiga katamiga Semai. Katamiga Semai. Any semai. idea what that is using your mm, Japanese knowledge?
1: Kata, Semai. No, I've got nothing. I'm absolutely empty. <laughs> I mean, do you know what Semai means? Semi. No, that's a, yeah, no I've d i have I was just thinking. They're the two words I can pick out. They're not like object markers or anything like that. Yeah, and I'm like, nah, I don't think I can.
0: Well semi means uh semi means narrow, right? Narrow. Right, okay. Uh ah. so if you go to a room and it's small, you could be like, Oh, semi You wouldn't say this is a small room, you'd say, Oh it's semi. It's narrow. What's like. it
1: what what was the one that we um that we were talking about, um Hiroi? Hiroi and semi. Hiroi is the opposite. Hiroi yeah, wide, yeah. right, opposite. okay. Antonov. Yeah.
0: Semi. Right, okay. Yeah. But uh, this phrase, katamiga, katamiga semai, means to have narrow shoulders. It's a feeling of inferiority or inadequacy. Oh, <laughs> nice. Why. A
1: lot of that kicking about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what else is there? Uh, I, we're not going to sit here and read idi- idioms out all day, but uh, another one I like is neko ni kobam. Neko ni kobam. Neko, neko,
1: cat. Cat. Good, good. Niko, bam. Bam. Just ba- nickel uh, and Corban. On. Oh, nickel uh, bag. Caban is ca- Whoa, bag, isn't place. it? Oh, place. Uh, uh, like
0: an Corban is like an old gold coin from like the 1800s. So literally uh, coins to a cat, a gold coin before a cat. <laughs> uh, apparently it's like if you just like, it's kind of similar to don't cast pearls before swine or don't offer anything of value, a merit to those who are incapable of appreciating it.
1: Coins to a cat, right? Oh, wow. It's like me listening to some of your idioms. You're presenting these wonderfully <laughs> flowery idioms, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm, I know what cat
0: means. That's what I'm sure so I know. <laughs> you, there you go. You know all the all the phrases now. Three key idioms. Yeah. So when it, again. <laughs> When you're at a bar, well, look, bash them out, get a free drink. People love it. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't pass muster with uh, Natsuki. And I have
1: to say, I've, I don't think I've, we've recorded a show since you released the um, bad English le- language learning um, TV show thing. Um, that, oh that you, God! The thing you filmed where Not you dressed up that. as a policeman and dicked about with uh, Natsuki in a hotel room. One of my <laughs> favorite so bits of Natsuki action. <laughs> Natsuki was on really top sexy. form
0: there. Yeah, yeah I released a video the video just form. before. Just before the horrendous fried chicken episode with Sea dog VA last week, we did have another video that kind of flew under the radar. Um, It didn't do that well, actually. I was quite disappointed, but also quite happy given the weird stuff I had to do in the video, like put on a policeman's outfit and have a sketch with Natsuki or be a doctor. I like that one. But uh, (laughs) it was about a show called Zwicky in English, and it's a show from the 90s where – People would teach, the, they would teach English phrases and then a group of like three dancers in bikinis would say the phrase in English, right? Like, So it's really stupid, though. One of the scenes was uh, a woman is being like robbed by two men and she's like, help me, help me. And then the dancers just sort of start dancing. I was robbed by two men. I was robbed by two <laughs> men. Take anything you want. Take anything you want. They sort of sing these phrases as they dance, and it's just mm. the most weird thing. But well, they have this it's iconic phrase: "I have a bad case of I- diarrhea," and that is <laughs> that is like their number one phrase.
1: It was so fun watching Natsuki dance around and pretend that he's got a diarrhea in a hotel room while you are dressed as a policeman. But I think the uh, what Quite I, I did, one thing I didn't know, one thing I didn't know, is that the classic kind of image of a of a of a mugger or a, or a burglar is like um, oh, yeah. they've got like kind of like a weird kind of bandana that goes under the nose. It's really really bizarre. I don't know how that's going to, you know, hide your appearance from people. Very very strange.
0: Yeah, like if you know, what's our image of a burglar? How would you describe our image of a burglar or a hamburger. It's like uh the Breton Hamburglar. stripe.
1: The Hamburglar, Breton stripes, uh a, a flat cap and a um and and, and like um what would, you, what would you call it? Like a bandana over the eyes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, in Japan, it's a headscarf. I can't remember the Japanese mm. word for it, but they wear a headscarf, and it just doesn't cover your face, right? It just it just looks so ridiculous. <laughs> and it's typically worn by farmers out in the fields working yeah. to keep the sort of sun off their heads, but I don't know why they think that's a good burglar's outfit. But go and check that video out. It's called I Tried Watching Japan's Worst TV Show. And to be fair, I do think it is the worst TV show I've ever seen, not just in Japan, but in the world ever. And fun fact, <laughs> the... Um, in the in the video, I showed the sketch about a doctor um, who has to diagnose the woman who has bad diarrhea. And it turns <laughs> out the reason she has diarrhea is she has an allergy to penicillin. It's a very specific English phrase. Yeah. And then she's like, if I have robotic. an allergy to penicillin. I am allergic to <laughs> penicillin. All the dancers come out and they're all dancing around. But the guy that played the doctor in that 30 years ago left a comment being like on the video saying, oh God, I thought this show would be buried. Why are people still watching it? <laughs> I think it's a poor uh, bloke. It's a poor farm bloke. He,
1: the guy who played like the doctor and stuff, like, he looked about 50, and I bet he was like in his late 20s or something. I bet he was just one of those blokes who just sort of kicked around, got an agent, and, and and back in the 80s uh, became a bit of an actor, but wow. <laughs> uh, cracking, isn't it?
0: Unbelievable. Yeah, go and check that out. And if, you, if you missed the fried chicken one with Connor, go and watch that disastrous amount of food being consumed. We did have um, a bit of Japanese trivia last week. What is, Do you remember the phrase or do you remember the word for uh, seagull in Japanese? This is coming this is to oh. your Pete Donaldson Learns Japanese session in his last two podcasts.
1: <laughs> ah. you it, remember was, um, it had the word dog in it, didn't it? Inu, Close. Um, it
0: had the word cat in it.
1: Cat in it. Neko then. Neko. What was the bit before okay?
0: boo boo neko
1: luna neko
0: luna neko neko remember umineko umineko literally umineko sea That's cat right. yes right Sicky seagulls cat. in japan <laughs> are called like the cat of the sea umineko right. quite cute isn't it um we got uh comment here from someone who is nameless unfortunately their name's not here it says hi guys love the show you asked what's in the cup noodle mystery meat in last week's episode what animal is there an abundance of but nobody would notice if they were being systematically farmed umineko of course umineko is in the cup noodle was the mystery meat keep up the good work guys (laughs) anonymous messenger I what bet that what was what Andrew from there? last
1: week. There was an probably Aaron Andrew. Andrew, wasn't there, in the email. So, yeah, if I, I, I'm, if I was a betting man, I would have said that it, that was probably Andrew. Um, yeah, you, Andrew. If, would we even notice if they were sort of farming seagull? I imagine, though, if they <laughs> did cook a seagull, it would taste delicious in Japan. Beautifully oh, seasoned.
0: God. That is an, a documentary expose <laughs> waiting to happen, along with sea spiracy, <laughs> whatever it's called. Uh, We've got one here from Patrick, Story of the Week. And in a episode last week, I talked about Journey Across Japan: The Lost Islands, a series that's coming up that's filming in just a few weeks. And one of the things we're thinking of doing is flying over Sakurajima volcano in Kagoshima in a Cessna, which is a is exciting but also terrifying. I do have a mild I do have a mild fear of flying that gets worse with each year. But Patrick is a pilot and he comes with some, some warm words. He says, Good day, Chris and Pete. I was delighted to hear Chris may be jumping on board a Cessna for the next instalment of Journey Across Japan. And given his apprehension, I thought I would try and put his mind at ease. I myself am a private pilot here in Australia. I'd love to join the airlines, but nobody seems to be flying at the moment. Not sure why. Maybe I missed something. Like Chris, though, I was terrified <laughs> of flying at first, but fast forward 18 months and the fear of leaving the earth has been replaced with sheer joy. And I now spend most of my free days flying around for fun Ah. rest assured though small planes what they lack in size they're still mighty and capable machines while you may feel the wind buffeting more on a gusty day than on an airliner your plane won't just magically fall out of the sky in fact statistically you're more likely to be killed in a car than flying with most aviation incidents resulting from human error Um, i.e. flying into storms or whilst fatigued. Additionally, pilots must demonstrate proficiency at emergency landings before being given a license. So unless your wings suddenly drop off, chances are any emergency will simply result in a landing in a field. Uh, Looking forward to the series, though, Chris. All the best, and uh, I hope it doesn't go wrong, and I hope it doesn't end up being journey across Japan into the volcano. All the best, (laughs) Patrick. And I must say, that didn't make me feel better. The line about the wings just suddenly suddenly dropping off—that didn't—that that scares me. Yeah, he said they—they they won't more scared fall now, off.
1: Patrick. They won't drop off. Uh, you probably you're probably you're probably best off kind of like watching a lot of YouTube videos of people like landing their little uh, their little Cessnas on like motorways right, and I did stuff, that. and in fields and.
0: Yeah, but I did though. I typed in like Cessna and and the model plane, right? So it's one mm. one one propeller. I typed it into YouTube, and I just got loads of videos of people crashing them. Just crashing into fields, <laughs> into trees, into aircraft yeah, but the, hangars. You,
1: but the fact that we've got, but the fact that you've got that like record of someone sort of filming, presumably the 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 pilots are okay. They're, they're able to land them, and there are millions
0: of those flying around at any time in, 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 in the world. But somebody sent me a message saying, uh, I think another pilot or someone being cheeky sent me a private email saying. Uh, good luck with that Cessna. They don't glide very well, and I was like, "Fuck <laughs> you!
1: How dare you?" But like, you know, it's you a... didn't say what Cessna it was. It could be any Cessna. <laughs> They're an excellent company. That's true. The Broadsband Podcast, sponsored by Cessna.
0: If only exactly. <laughs> it might well be. If we survive the flight, I I'm worried yeah. about the fact there's only one pilot. Right? What if the pilot has a stroke or has a heart attack? And it's going to be me, Joey the Anime Man, and Norm Tokyo Lens who's going to be filming. One, which one of us is going to pilot the plane back to the
1: runway? I think uh, Tokyo Lens looks taller than everyone, so <laughs> he could see over the. He could he could fly without instruments. He could fly he could visually fly um, and and tick 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 the whirly bird down. Just just pull it. Push the stick forward. Get it down. Push the stick Love forward. Job. You know, just
0: nose dive into the bloody volcano. <laughs>
1: Folk, <laughs> so when you start to come down just put your flaps up and let God take care of the rest. Love oh, job. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I I it's I'm a bit nervous and I hope when I'm staring at the Cessna right in front of it I don't like bottle it and get a bit mm. you know I just give up. I hope it doesn't happen because that'll be quite Maybe sad. Fine, Chris. It's strange because be I fine. I used to Exuberant. I wanted to be a pilot when I was like 14. And then I just had some really bad turbulence when I was twenty years old. It's all been downhill from then. It's not even the fear of crashing; it's just the fear of like turbulence and just you know when you want to. When I have turbulence, it like triggers this flight or flight, uh, sorry, uh, fight or flight response. Makes me want to get out Mm. there, but you can't because you're in a plane flying thirty thousand feet in the air. You can't just pull out and just run away. It's that fear (laughs) of being trapped. I think it's claustrophobia, but uh, I don't know. Hopefully, this will kind of help me overcome it. What do you reckon?
1: I I think if I think seeing the pilot, you know with his with Have his, his stick attack. or his or his wheel. Um the I think pilot would, would with be his way stick. more satisfying. Well is his stick or his wheel. I don't know how I don't know how, I don't know how big the plane is. Might be a it's wheel, a might be a stick, you never know. It's a stick. But uh yeah. Okay, it's just a, a glider then. <laughs> um you'd be fine. You'd be absolutely fine. That was I told you that was my first flight. Um that uh, when I was a kid, my dad took me up um in a in a in this this guy in York just said, Do "You wanna get? get in you want a, we were at like we're we're at like a fairground, and this bloke just had a had a plane next really? to the next to the fairground, and I went, no, 'No, let's go up on that,' and they went up on that, and they went down. That was probably more dangerous than it needed <laughs> to be, to be quite frank. But <laughs> it was a simpler uh, time. Do you want to get
0: in my plane? It was, yeah. yeah, all right. <laughs>
1: Bloody hell, North England. But there's a system. There's a system in 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 uh, England where you can. It's not exactly like uber but if you are if you know that you need to say i need to get up to Hartlepool where i live where 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 my parents live um and i need to do it on a certain day there will be pilots who are for reasons that you know either because they need to be somewhere or they Mm. need to get their air miles up they need to get their their their, their flying hours up they're just taking a flight they're they're, they're planned to take a flight somewhere and um they've already got it planned and if you want to sit as the second or third uh, person in the plane you can do and they'll and and They'll just fly you away to, 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 to the airfield wherever wow. um, you need to be, and, and and it's really really cheap. It's cheaper than um, using like EasyJet or, or BA or whatever. You're just getting these these dudes little
0: little one man planes, <laughs> which is a, a lot of fun. I think I, I it sounds ridiculous, but I looked it up. Apparently, a Cessna costs thirty thousand pounds, which is cheaper than you'd think. I think one day when really? I retire, I mean, that's I'm gonna I buy a Cessna. Cessna. I'm going to buy a Cessna and I'm going to fly around the UK and overcome my fear of flying and pick you up at the side of the road. Get
1: in, and we'll fly <laughs> off. I am to not Hartley getting pool. in a thirty grand Cessna. <laughs> I mean, they are so much more expensive than that. I don't know what I don't know what eBay listing you've been looking at, but that it's is not a, a Goldstream. It's park. not a G6. It's a
0: Cessna. It's a, <laughs> Cessna. It's a propeller plane. Yeah, I'm, not I'm not an grand, expert. Thirty
1: grand, is it? Good Lord.
0: I'll get a 40 grand one, but you're getting in it. Um, <laughs> right, but yeah, well, Journey Across Japan is is coming up close now, and uh, I'm quite nervous about that. Still got a lot of planning to do. Uh, in the subject of transport and cheap transport, JR East recently announced that uh, foreign residents can actually use the JR Rail Pass, which had been a oh. a real bitter point for a lot of foreigners living in Japan that you can't get the JR Rail Pass right. Mm. Uh, That's kind of sucked when you came over on the JET program or teaching or whatnot, and you find that your friends who come over on holiday right to visit you, they can get the pass for like $200, and they can travel around the whole yeah. of Japan for almost free, given how much more expensive it is without it. And you've got to pay extortionate sums of money. So I'm so happy that starting from April 1st, JR East... Which are the rail company that operate Tokyo and Tohoku, where I live? They're going to make two of their most popular passes, the Tohoku Area Pass and the Nagano Niigata Area Pass, available to anyone with a foreign passport, regardless of whether a visa, regardless of their visa type. So, for the first time in eight years living in Japan, I can spend $200 on a Tohoku Shinkansen Rail Pass. And for five consecutive days, I can travel anywhere that I want. And to put that in perspective, to go between Tokyo and Sendai, return is about 22,000 yen. So even getting this Mm. just for that journey alone is like a 2,000 yen saving. Uh, And of course, you can travel on various little local trains as well. But that's really exciting. I don't know why they've done this. I'm guessing maybe because the lack of foreign uh, tourists at the moment. They want to encourage tourism, domestic tourism within Japan. Mm. So that could be one reason. But I'm delighted are you delighted well, i hope hey. they don't
1: take Evening. it well i hope i hope they don't take it away after um the pandemics all yeah. that and stuff and, they, and they've they've had their fun with you
0: with you passport holders <laughs> <laughs> teasing us teasing us with their yeah. passes but uh to yeah. our listeners in japan take advantage of it come up to tohoku because mm. not a lot of people do i still think it's a tragedy that uh people don't come up here as much as they should even my friends in tokyo don't come up when connor came up he was delighted when Connor came up to eat lots of fried chicken, he was like mm. in awe of how quick and easy it is to hop on the bullet train from Tokyo, I'll be up here in Tolhoka. So, uh, if you are mm. one of our listeners in Japan, take advantage of the pass. Go for it. Explore Definitely. at a reasonable price, or get an a Cessna and fly, <laughs> fly <laughs> to whatever <laughs> you desire. Now, uh, on a slightly sadder topic, the we might recall last year the death of hana Kimura, the Japanese pro wrestling. Uh, entertainer who tragically took her own life after some cyberbullying. Um, she was on an episode of Terrace House, which was cancelled, I believe, in May 2020 last year, when she took her own life. Now, Terrace House was a show where they put various kind of attractive young people in a house and tried to play it out and see if there was any romance. I think there was like three or four. They had three guys and three girls, and then they would see if there's any romance. And after there was a scene where Hannah, Hannah Kimura and some guy had an argument, the whole of the internet turned against her. And it later transpired that she was kind of told to dramatize the the scenes because Terrace House was a partially scripted show. Uh, But uh, she received so much abuse that she took her own life, a difficult time with the pandemic. And this week, a man was charged with sending her hate messages and sending cyberbullying messages, uh, messages that include... You have such an awful personality. Is your life worth living? And hey, hey, when will you die? And the man in question was charged and fined a whopping 9,000 yen, which is $90 or 59 pounds. Um, It seems almost trivial. Why did they charge him such a small amount of money for something as bad as this? Uh, What do you Mm. make of it all, Pete? And there's a lot of people that aren't happy about it. that he got off with just a simple charge. The only problem is she received so much abuse, it seems... Uh, I doesn't. Is it right to target one man? I guess, yes, in some respects, given those horrible messages. But uh, I mean, what do you think? From, of from it?
1: what I heard, from what I heard from the story, which you know, obviously was probably around. Right, was it around right about this time last year? Something like that? I think that was the mm-hmm. case. Um, the the producers uh, the director of, of of the show um edited it uh, you know uh, cajoled her into yeah. um i think was, there's was some kind of argument about her wrestling uh, singlet her wrestling gear um with it was put on a hot wash or something by one of the one of the other um stars of the show um and obviously they they kind of like uh, cajoled and kind of like manipulated the entire situation yeah, so that did. she would be judged incredibly harshly um and at 22 uh, a woman who, who clearly i mean you, you know you don't kill yourself Lightly, I mean, yeah, you don't kill yourself, certainly, because you don't kill yourself even just because of the of perceived cyberbullying. There is something bigger uh, at play. You would you would suggest, but obviously, it is a catalyst. Obviously, it doesn't help. I think with her, um, I, th- I think the 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 television um, company has to be uh, has to be um, liable for, 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 for some damages. You, you would argue because um, it was proved that that, that that it was all just a, a bit of um, it was all manipulated and all and all created, yeah. Uh, Fantasy I remember by, by, by the tv
0: channel i remember speaking to a friend afterwards who lives in tokyo and i think he said he knows someone who is affiliated with the show was on the show and they kind of said to him that it is partially scripted it is quite you know it's not mm. a, a sort of it's not like big brother in the uk where it's completely reality you just sort of put people in a room and let it happen it's a bit more choreographed in japan so they sort of instigated that um so but kyoko kimura the mother of um, Hana Kimura s- filed a suit seeking more than $20,000 in damages from the man um, and also launched the Remember Hana campaign to fight cyber pulling. I think $20,000 seems a lot closer to what he should have been charged, to be honest. Mm. But uh, I mean, this whole case, I can it, it's, it made me very angry because obviously as a public figure, I've seen a lot of hate over the years and... You know, I if you're having a bad day and you read a message from someone saying you should go kill yourself, it's uh, it's not overly pleasant. It's not overly fun, and uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I think it's glad it's good that cyberbullying is being tackled. Uh, fortunately, on the world of YouTube, they've had a crackdown over the years, and uh, those sort of comments are usually just taken out. YouTube's got a really good filtering systems these days that actually just okay. remove a lot of these kind of abusive hate comments, but there's a lot of toxic people online, uh, a lot of nasty mm. people and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm not surprised at these dickheads that have, like sent so many abusive messages last year. Um, I've seen it happen, but um, I don't know. Hopefully this won't continue to happen. Hopefully cyberbullies and people online will think twice before they send a message. You know, People and- think they're being anonymous, but hopefully they can be caught out when they tell someone yeah. to go kill themselves, <clears throat> rightly so, and get charged and get charged fifty fifty quid <laughs> for, for, oh,
1: for, yeah. the, for the crime, I think I think oh, I, right. I'm glad that a lot of the people I know, certainly public figures that I know, public first-facing figures that mm, I know, mm. are invariably um, well, uh, you know, they're, they're capable of of ignoring, they're capable of having a bit of perspective when it comes to people who. You know the the trolls and, and the people who've just gone the internet and just fucking verbal. They just, just they just bring people down. Um, and I think it's incumbent on people like them and you know people like us to a certain extent, sort of say, "Well, mm, look, mm. it's not fucking real." You you will always get that. It is astonishingly sad that that um, in, in 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 this kind of like so called developed society that we have people who think they can sort of get away with it. Uh, and I just i there, there does need to be punitive measures that um, makes it very clear that that, that that's unacceptable be it misogyny be it racism or just fucking you know just just acerbic trolling um i think uh it's incumbent on us to sort of go like it it's it's not fucking real it doesn't define you um and 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 just hope that, that that people who are um sort of susceptible to it they understand that it's just you know it's just it's not your it's not your issue it's not your problem it's not about you it's about the person who's um sending the messages and
0: being a, an all-around mm. c-word <laughs> Absolutely. They, apparently the prosecutors decided to, you know, charge him with criminal charges, this guy particularly, because his comments were very malicious, mm. a.k.a. encouraging her to go and kill herself. So mm. he was specifically targeted. I wonder if other people will be um, called out after this, other cyber bullies that yeah. uh, targeted her. One thing's for sure, I don't think Terrace House will be coming back anytime soon, and rightly so. Like, I mm. hated that bloody show. It was so dramatised. It was such a load of nonsense, and... uh yeah, but uh, may she rest in peace, but hopefully the um, Remember Hannah cyberbullying campaign organization will um, make sure her memory lives on and make sure that this sort of thing doesn't happen again. Make sure people mm. think twice before writing horrible shit like that online. Before we crack into the fax machine, we're going to take a quick break. Back in a moment.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
0: Hello, I'm Clive Anderson, and my Seven Wonders is my podcast, where I sit down with some fascinating guests and ask them one simple question. If you could pick your own Seven Wonders of the World, what would they be? The guests' choices lead us to some interesting tales, whether it's Omid being stopped by New York Customs. They brought me in for the interview. They said, so what are you doing? there? I'm doing a show with Whoopi Goldberg. And the guy said, I'm doing a show with Whoopi Goldberg, as if you are. And I said, excuse me, I am. That's why I'm going there. He's
1: doing a show with Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) <laughs> I can not believe my ears. Olivia Lee, eating
0: £120 apples at Sogo House.
1: I mean, it is hideously expensive. If I'm just
0: going there once and taking an apple, it's the most expensive apple you'll ever eat. Or David Badil talking about his dad's dementia. The other thing he could remember are his regular insults. So still, when you leave my dad, if you say, I'm off, he will say, you've been off for years. And it's it's really comforting <laughs> that he can still abuse you in this way. When, forget the Taj Mahal and the Lighthouse of Alexandria, the wonders of the world we talk about are much more unique. Listen to My 7 Wonders now on your favourite podcast app.
1: My 7 Wonders with Clive Anderson is a Stakhanov
0: production. And we're back. What have we got in the fax machine this week, Mr Donaldson?
1: Oh, we've got a message from Hiroki, long-time viewer and listener, first-time writer. I have a question for Chris. I uh, read uh, an article the other day that JR East is making its... Oh, Doggy, shush your <laughs> mouth. He's excited um, by JR the Jerry rail park. It's a <laughs> reasonable price. If, if it's not chicken, it's... Uh, the JR East Rail Pass. Yeah, I read an article the other day um, that, that Chris just spoke about that the JR East is making its two most popular passes, the Tohoku area and Nagano, N- Nagano uh, Niigata area of foreigners living in Japan, regardless of visa status. Will this make it easier slash cheaper to make videos? Because now you can buy the passes instead of having to buy individual train tickets. This is what Hiroki is thinking about. Is this <laughs> going to increase the amount of abroad in Japan videos uh, Hiroki is going to get? I know um, you've made plenty of use with the tohoku pass uh, well i know i have made plenty of use with the tohoku pass when i visit my relatives that uh, that live in Hachinohe. here um keep up the good work gentlemen and maybe one day i can run into you chris when i eventually move uh, back home to japan hiroki thank you very much for your message
0: very good well it certainly will make making videos a bit cheaper and easier mm. uh, unfortunately journey across japan the lost islands is the complete other end of japan where there's no special free <laughs> cheap pass so we won't be able to take advantage of that just yet um, I like the the way you pronounced Nagano. You pronounced it in like a very British way. like Nagano. My British relative. <laughs> Nagano. I went to Nagano. Meca- it's wonderful.
1: Meca- in my Meccano set. Chris uh, doesn't actually use any <laughs> JR or public uh, transport. He's got like um, a, a Kim Jong-un style uh, bulletproof train <laughs> that uh, goes up and down the uh, country, off his head on speed, eating what he wants. <laughs> and and soon I have wants. a
0: Cessna. Crack out the sake <laughs> and the fried chicken, and let's uh, get in a Cessna. <laughs> I, oh, man. I, uh, I was going to say something. I forgot. Oh, yeah. Nagano. On the subject of British people pronouncing Japanese places, I love it. Like, my one of my relatives, whenever I, back when I lived in Sakata, in Yamagata, they always pronounced it as Sakata. When are you going to Sakata nice. again? And it just sounds, <laughs> it's amazing how British everything sounds, isn't it? When you just change a few consonants, it sounds wonderful. Uh, Osaka. Got one here from Luke and it says, (laughs) hi Chris and Pete, my name is Luke and I'm a long time abroad Japan fan from Manchester. I've just finished listening to your Wednesday episode of the podcast and I was really intrigued by your comments about how difficult it could be to lose weight in Japan, as myself and my now fiancé had quite different experiences when we visited. After I flew out to Kyoto for a conference back in September 2019, my partner Lauren decided to fly out and join me so that we could spend around three weeks exploring Japan together. We had an amazing time. We ate and drank to excess and walked all over Kyoto, Osaka, Tokyo, and Hiroshima. When we eventually returned home to the UK, I thought I'd hop on the scales to see how much weight I'd inevitably put on from the colossal amounts of okonomiyaki pancakes and Osaka cheesecake I'd eaten. Um, To my surprise, I'd actually lost over six kilograms. But the really interesting thing was that Lauren had actually gained weight during this time, two kilograms. I later spoke to my Japanese teacher about this unusual phenomenon, and she said that when she lived in Japan, she was told women tend to put on weight when visiting the country and men tend to lose it. I don't know if it's true or if there's some sort of scientific (laughs) foundation for this, but it seems like there's something interesting going on with weight loss and weight gain in Japan. Who knows? Keep up the great work. Uh, Thank you for keeping me sane through the never-ending lockdown hell. That is the UK. All the best. Luke what do we make of that pete my theory is that <laughs> luke walked a lot uh because when you come on the holiday you do walk a lot more so maybe the walking mm. cancelled out the pancakes Thoughts?
1: yeah but why why did uh his 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 partner not manage to lose weight it's very confusing because I, I know when i yeah. go away i put on loads of weight because i'm drinking beer every night but that's very much my choice
0: <laughs> have you ever have you ever measured yourself after a trip to japan
1: Oh God, no! I said there's literally no point because I usually try and get because it's usually like heading towards like winter time. I think it's always good to sort of try and lose a bit of weight or certainly you know keep a little keep active and stuff. um, But before you go on holiday, but uh, yeah, once I get back, I'm like Jesus, I put I put half a (laughs) stone on. It's crazy. And but I would say that I spend most of my time sort of rolling around, feeling a bit sorry for myself because I've uh, I've drank too much. So I don't generally (laughs) eat a lot of breakfasts in Japan. Let's make that very
0: clear. Skipping breakfasts. I don't know. I actually don't have any particular theories here because if they ate the same things and did the same traveling, mm. that would it just doesn't... I don't know. Unless Luke walked more than Lauren. Did Lauren just sit in the room and eat pancakes <laughs> while Luke went walking? <laughs> don't know, Luke. I'll we'll have, to, have to think deeper. But I've never heard mm. that, though. I've never heard that theory that uh, uh, women put on weight and men lose it when going to Japan. But if any of you guys <laughs> listening have any thoughts on theories on that, I'm all ears. I'm all ears. Yeah.
1: Lovely. Uh, We've got a message from uh, Jonathan Rodriguez to round us off. Hello, Peter and Christopher. Oh, lovely. (laughs) My name is Jonathan Rodriguez (laughs) from uh, New Jersey in the US. I listen to you guys while driving on my way and back home from work. I was watching the video Chris mentioned in one of the latest uh, podcasts um, that he apparently shoots in 8K. And let me tell you, Chris has really stepped up his cinematography with the new camera shoots. Insane video quality. Even my 3090 RTX handles the video like a pro without hiccups. I really couldn't tell the difference between 4K and 8K. Uh, I mean, what I like about this from Jonathan, it's a bit of a flex that he's managed to get hold of a thirty ninety RTX, which is a a card that yeah. is a, astonishingly attractive to Bitcoin miners and uh, rarer mm. than a hen's teeth. You can't find them anywhere, so God knows where. You do get back in touch, Jonathan. Where you got one? Because um, I because bu- it was this brand new set of cards by Nvidia, uh, very exciting, very affordable. Um, mm. And I spent nearly a grand on a twenty ninety. Uh, the year before, which was very upsetting that uh, I'd, I'd sort of <laughs> went, right, look, I'm not going to upgrade for the next 10 years. I'm going to get a ridiculously powerful ha- uh, uh- graphics card and uh yeah i bought one and then obviously um they've released a new one that's 10 times as good and 10 times as cheap that said though you can't buy them at the moment because the bitcoin miners are very much getting involved um other than journey across japan says jonathan are you getting ready to start making your own film and how is the progress of editing on 8k i can only imagine how a mac would sweat internally from uh, rendering uh, such a file um also take a question to pete do you order gaming pc or a workstation pc you do both and what are the specs well jonathan i just let you know it's a it's an i9 processor that i put together myself in lockdown last year flexing i'm uh, allergic to uh, talking about thermal paste it seems yeah and with the <laughs> it's the i9
0: processor Ooh,
1: allergy. oh god i can't talk i can't talk about tech without uh, breaking out in hives yeah so 20 2090 uh rtx and a. Uh...
0: And a, and you uh, no, you no, played no, Cyberpunk processor. on that PC, right? On this
1: I have, yeah. PC. And it's fine. It's, it looks great. The ray tracing looks smashing. It's wonderful.
0: Ray tracing. And here I am still waiting for a PS5. I did find one. The second hand good shop down the road. They sell them for about a hundred thousand yen, about a thousand dollars. Aye. But there's a note on the side saying there might be something wrong with this PlayStation. We don't we're not liable if you buy it. And it's broken. So uh, right, that okay. didn't really encourage me. Otherwise, I might have been tempted to buy it if I could somehow monetize it by making a series on Cyberpunk. But on the subject of uh, 8K, I must say that 8K camera with the Mining Town video I did a few weeks ago, I, I enjoyed that so much. The picture out of the bloody camera was so astonishing. And I think you can subtly tell the difference between 4K and 8K. Like if you look at somebody's face, for example, you can see every little hair on their beard or mustache. And you can kind of see those details a little bit more crisp. But for me, it's more about digitally punching in and being able to crop the image a bit more in post. But uh, interestingly, editing the 8K footage, I had no problems because the file size is very manageable. So don't be daunted by 8K. The miracle is here. Get 8K Pete <laughs> The revolution is here. Well, you can tell the difference
1: between your between your video eating the chicken and stuff, and Connor's when he zooms in. Uh, it gets quite oh, yeah. fuzzy, doesn't it? Cause I think he's <laughs>
0: exactly. I've I got the
1: scope. You've got capacity. You've got data to play with, mate. You've got overheads to play with,
0: mate. i9 processor, my friend. But uh, I yeah, I shot <laughs> my fried chicken video with two 4K cameras and Connor. For some reason, still uses HD. Didn't stop the video doing popular, being popular though, did it? And uh, that's <laughs> an important, an important thing on YouTube, right? People don't care really if it's four K or not. People don't care at all. So me having an eight K is just unnecessary. I look like a dick if anything. Um, but I've, I've, it's weird. Like two years ago, if you said Chris, when are you gonna do four K? I would have gone four K rubbish, mate. I need four K. Ten eighty P is where it's at. But now here I am pioneering. At the cutting edge of 8K technology and I'm ranting and raving about it. What have I become, Pete? What have I become?
1: Tech haw. a lens camera whore. Tokyo <laughs> lens whore.
0: That's what I am. Oh <laughs> man. Um, um, but I do like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna film that Cessna in 8K as we crash into the volcano in glorious resolution. Four times the resolution of four K, I think. Think of that. It's gonna be glorious, Pete. You're gonna love it. Have you got an eight K TV? No, I've not, I've not even you got, got, an, you got, I, no, I've
1: got a 4K TV. Have got an 8K TV? I've got a 4K TV downstairs and I've got an ultra-wide monitor that I uh, do my underwhelming works with. That's what I edit my That's my editing rig. That's my workstation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think for your birthday, which is mere weeks away, you should treat yourself to an 8K TV so you can appreciate abroad in Japan the way it's meant to be watched. 8K. Okay. I'm buying a fucking house, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, put, uh, I'm, what, I'm buying a fucking 8K house, TV. mate. What's better, so, a house, I mean, there is, a, a house yeah. or an
1: 8K TV? Chris, is it, there's a, get this, there's a telly in the bathroom.
0: There's a telly oh, wow. in the bathroom, mate, wow. in the new house. I'm having it. And that is when you know you've won at life, ladies and gentlemen. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into a Broad Japan <laughs> podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We'll be back in the next few days to do it later again. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be, out in the big wide world, go and watch 8K videos in Broad Japan, and we'll see you in the next few days. Have a good one.
1: In the surveyors' report, it also says there is massive risk of subsidence. But then, telly in the bathroom. Oh, God. This was a Stakhanov production
0: and part of the ACAST Creative Network.